Good morning, everybody. Today is December 20th of 2022. And I have another powerful prophetic word to give to you called, Everything is About to be Overturned. I heard this prophetic word on December 15th. Before I get to that, if you have any prayer requests or praise reports, please go to our website at jgminternational.org under our contact page. Or you can write us at Julie Green Ministries International, 4620 East 53rd Street, Suite 200, Davenport, Iowa, 52807. Also, you will notice, I think starting today, I'm going to try, I'm going to start pre-recording videos for the rest of this week. I'm going to take some much-needed time off for my family toward the end of the week for the holidays, but I want to make sure that you have all these prophetic words or the encouragement that God wants you to have, prayer and or prophecies, definitely prophecies fulfilled. There are so many prophecies that I have to give out to you that have been fulfilled or being fulfilled, and they're huge. Like CNN, the JFK assassination, of course, more what's going on with Hunter Biden, all these different things I will give to you as much as I can. I may not be able to give everything out to you because they're being fulfilled so fast, but I will give you um, another very long prophecy fulfilled video to get your encouragement up. To see, these are not just words. This is God's news before the news, and it's coming to pass before our eyes because our God is absolutely good. All right, that's all the announcements I have for today, and here is a prophetic word. Everything is about to be overturned. Again, I heard this on December 15th, so five days ago. For I, the Lord, this day am telling my children that I have put you upon this earth for such a time as this. My church may not appear to have any power or any importance upon this earth, but I promise you, my children, and the body of Christ, Today, you are the body that the world has been waiting for. You are my body that hell will not prevail against. You are the body that will see and experience what no eye has seen or heard before. This is a time for my remnant to arise, to get up, to take back, to take control, to use the authority that is already yours. This is the time for the world to know who my children are. No more taking a back seat, you would say. It is time to bring back freedom. It is time for a great restoration. It is time for the world to be turned right side up. It is time for my glory. It is time for my revival. Get ready now, my children. It's all about to take place. Judgment and justice, freedom and celebrations, removals and reinstatements, a cleansing of your nations, a cleansing of your governments, a cleansing of your economies, a cleansing of your churches, a cleansing of your schools, a cleansing in the corporate world. A great cleansing is coming to this world of the evil and all, of all the evil felt, and so many of them that brought upon this earth. No more time for slow and no more time for their governments. No more time for their laws. No more time for their narratives. No more time for their control. I told you this before and I'm telling you this again. 
because I am wiping them all out of their positions. They hold, they have controlled, they thought they had, while their influence will also disappear. My children, it's all coming to a great and mighty close. You will have closure. You are being avenged and justice is being served. So stand today on my promises. I will not fail you, save the Lord, your Redeemer. Maserati. This name will be in your news for a significant reason. Osmosis. This word will be in your news for a surprising reason. Argentina will be in your news for a significant reason. Major flooding will occur there, and it will be in many headlines on how unusual it is. I told you, my children, the weather is very unusual right now to get your attention. Things are not normal to remind you that I have spoken these things before. They happen. Something significant is about to take place in San Francisco that will get the world's attention also. Amazon will also be in your news for something significant. Truth will be exposed regarding all the things they have tried to keep hidden. WrestleMania. This word will be in your news for a very surprising reason. Lord, why would you say this word? My children, I have said many things unusual to get your attention, especially when they do come out in your news. I'm showing you that I am in control. A dome will be in your news for a significant reason. An archbishop will be in your news for a surprising reason. A sudden death of a politician will rattle D.C. Rockefeller, this name will be in your news more and more. Something big is about to be revealed that the elites wanted to stay hidden and covered up. But it will all be exposed and told to the world, saith the Lord of hosts. Your enemy's narrative is collapsing like the walls of Jericho. The more they lie, the more the truth will be exposed. The days of Haman are here, and your enemies can't stop it, saith the Lord. Shard, this word will be in your news for shocking reason. An airline will be in your news for a significant reason. They can't hide what has been hidden. Those days are over. A cove will be in your news for a surprising reason. I say this word ambassador will be in your news. I have said this many times because look at what is being said now. A black hole will be in your news for an unusual reason. My army is moving closer to the finish line. So my children, it's about to get bumpy. Things are about to shake more 
that will be a sign to you that everything is about to be overturned. And the ones you see before you will not stand. So get ready for this time. Get ready with more time in my word and more time with me. I will give you peace and I will bring great joy. Say the Lord, your Redeemer. So there are things in this prophetic word. <clears throat> when I heard this word, I was again going, do you really want me to say these things, Lord? I think the when they're really like unusual, these words that he gives us, it stands out to me more. It's not like just a normal word or something that was just, okay, I expect God to say that. It's like, what? <laughs> and I really do think he does that. Be like, that was so weird. And then when you see it in the news, you're just like, God did say that. He mentioned something. And I remember point blank when I heard that prophetic word. Wow, that's so weird. And then it came in the news. And so God has been doing these things over and over and over again. He's been uh, not only saying things that are unusual, but showing signs that are unusual. Look at the weather. It's another thing that I'll be going over in this one of these prophetic words more than likely. So I'll be briefly talking about it. Because in this last year and a half, he's been talking about unusual weather. There is two uh, weird weather events that's happened last weekend, or last week, excuse me, and now something's happening for this weekend that is so unusual and so weird. Prophecies are being fulfilled, including the weather. And it's so impacting the whole United States of America twice. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. And so these prophecies are being fulfilled, and I'm getting them. It is just brings such joy to my heart because I'm like, he's really trying to get our country's attention. Like, hey, not just one storm is affecting every state. There's two, basically, that are affecting so much. Maybe not every single state, but majority of the United States of America. And the reason for that is we have to be paying attention. We have to be paying attention. God is saying, hey, unusual things are occurring in the weather, in the news, with some of the words that I'm giving you, some of the signs I'm telling you these things. So when things get bumpy and things get where it doesn't look like anything's happening or God's doing anything, God's saying, hey, I'm giving you all of these signs. So you stay, again, what is this whole focus, is what he's telling us to say, focus on. His, all things he's talking about every single day, stay focused on me. So I just happen to turn, he does this almost every day, I open my Bible, and this is a scripture I don't really read all that often, but he really wanted me to read it today. It just, it just stuck out at me, and I knew that he wanted me to read it to you. This is Psalm 81, and um, I got time. I'll probably read the whole thing. Verse 1, sing aloud to God our strength. So God, what? He is our strength. He's our refuge. He's our strong tower. You can read that in many different scriptures. Sing aloud to God our strength. Shout for the joy to the God of Jacob. So we're supposed to sing aloud. Remember, the sacrifice of praises. God wants us to uh, return to his courts with thanksgiving and praise. It's in more scriptures too. Verse 2, raise a song. Sound the tremble. Or the, yeah. And the sweet lair and the harp. And if I'm pronouncing some of these words wrong, they're, they're, uh, um, they're things that they used back in the day for music. It's a type of instrument. 
Number three, blow the trumpet at the new moon and at the, at the full moon on the feast day. Verse four, this is a statue for Israel, an ordinance to the God of Jacob. Verse five, I'm going to get to the point, I'm, I promise you. I'm going to jump down to verse six. I removed, you know what, I'm going to read verse five. This is ordaining Joseph, the Savior, for a testimony when he went out over the land of Egypt, the speech of whom, of one whom I knew, not did I hear, saying. Verse 6, I removed his shoulder from the burden. His hands were freed from the basket. This is what I underlined, okay? Verse 7, you called in distress and I delivered you. So he's talking about... Um, the, the children of Israel when they were in Egypt. Let me read this. You called in distress and I delivered you. He even mentions this in Exodus chapter 3 where he says, I hear the cries of my people because of the taskmasters. And then he, sat, he also talks about in Psalm 34, and he talks about in verse 17 and 19, I hear the cries of my people and I deliver them out of it all. Many different scriptures he says throughout the Bible that he hears the cries of his people. And not only does he hear them, he hears us. But he also delivers us. And he says in verse 8, Hear, O my people, I will admonish you, O Israel, if you would listen to me. And that's also underlined. I'm read that again. Hear, O my people, and I will admonish you, O Israel, if you would listen to me. He's saying, if you hear me, because remember, even Jesus said in Revelation, if you have ears to hear, let them hear. Why would he have to say that? Because so many people hear with your physical ear, but you won't hear with your spiritual one. So it goes in one ear and out the other one. So a lot of people don't retain what they're hearing or getting it down in their heart. So it actually, out of the bunnet of the heart, their mouth speaketh. Because remember, in Mark chapter 4, the thief comes to immediately steal the word. And so he says... If you would listen to me, what has God been telling us to do? He's been telling us to listen to him. He's been telling us to focus on him. He's been telling us not to fear. He's been telling us not to pay attention to what our enemies do. Know what they are doing, but not focusing on that. Not complaining about it. Not to the point where you are believing in what our enemies are doing more than we're believing in what God is doing. And for the sake of time, I want to go over and read. This is still Psalm 81. Verses 13 and 14. Listen to this. He says it again. Oh, that my people would listen to me. That Israel would walk in my ways. Verse 14. Speedily, then I would subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their adversaries. So the reason why I want to read the first part of Psalm 81 is because singing. It's so important for us to get those thanksgiving and praise and worship to God. Even in the midst of sorrow, even in the midst of things that look so horrible, we're not thanking God because of the sorrow. We're not thanking God because of what it looks like. We're thanking God in the midst of it. We're thanking him for the victory. We're thanking that he always causes us to triumph. We're thanking him for our health. We're thanking him that he has made us the head, not the tail. The above only, not beneath. We're thanking him for the name of Jesus. We're thanking him for the blood covenant. We're thanking him that he's given us authority in this earth. We're thanking him that he's already brought our adversary to nothing. We're thanking him for the things that he has done. Not thanking him for the problem. No, we're thanking him in the midst of it. Because he is the 
problem solver. And so what stuck out at me, because these things were underlined, and I don't remember even doing this because it's been so long ago that I did it. But underlined, you called in distress and I delivered you. That was verse 7, Psalm 81, verse 7. And then this is the amplified version, by the way. And then Psalm 8, if you would listen to me. Then he goes, and again, Psalm 81 still, verse 13 and 14. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. 14, speedily, if we would listen to God, because remember, he's been telling us there's been delays. There's been delays in our victories. There's been delays in our exodus. There's been delays in things that shouldn't have, we've had to have delays in. Why? Because people even, he even told us. This is why I just, it just jumped out me and I got so excited because I couldn't understand what he was saying. All, when all these were delays, I'm like, Lord, but there, there are so many people doing it, but there are so many people that aren't. That's why it's so important for us to be in one accord. But listen to this. Oh, that my people would listen to me that Israel would walk in my ways. God wants us to walk in his ways. Obey his word. Then, verse 8, if we're obeying him, and we're walking his ways, we're obeying him, we're listening to him, we're doing our marching orders, speedily, then I would subdue their, their enemies and turn against their adversaries. Isn't that amazing? We do have a part to play in this. It's not all God. We do have a part. Believing, receiving, declaring, having those marching orders, and seriously, getting into our prayer closets, getting into fellowship with him, letting him know that we trust him. Because the thing is, there are so many people that are out there right now that want everybody else to do all the work for them. And God is saying, no, I want to know and to fellowship with all my children. But if we're listening to him, listening, really listening to him, then he will answer us speedily. He even says that. There's another scripture. This is the New Testament. Let me get it out because I didn't, I wasn't planning. This is just, this came up to my spirit. Okay. Luke chapter 18. Listen to this. Also, Jesus told them, this is verse one. Also, Jesus told them in a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray. What has been God telling us to do? Get into his word, pray. We're supposed to praise. We're supposed to demand. We're supposed to decree. And he says, and then he says, always pray and not to turn coward, faint, loose heart and give up. What has been telling us to do? Not to give up, not to quit, stand, believe that we receive. He's been telling us always, this is in his word. What's been in these prophecies are in his word. It is so awesome. I just love it. Okay. Now you can see, I can get excited. Verse, um, Luke 18 and verse seven and eight. Again, this is amplified. And will not our just God defend, protect, and avenge his elect, his chosen ones? We're his chosen ones because we're his body. He was just telling us that in this prophetic word. I'll go back over, I promise. Who cry to him day and night. People are crying out to God day and night because of all the evil that's going on in the world today. Because of all the heinous crimes, because of all the injustice. They're crying out to him. Will he defer them and delay help on their behalf? Now listen, this is the answer. Verse 8, I will tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge them speedily. What did, what did he just say? 
He just said in what I just gave you in, I, uh, in Psalm 81, in verse 13 and 14, speedily, if we would listen to him and walk in his ways and do what he's telling us to do, he would speedily. He, so he's been telling us there has been delays. Now he's saying this is the key for no more delays. This is the key to get quick answers. This is the key. I will defend and protect and avenge them speedily. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find persistence in faith on the earth? Why would he have to ask that? Because so many people, when it gets long, it gets tiring, it gets frustrating, it gets um, discouraging. So many people will quit at the very, very end of the fight. When there's the most pressure to give up and quit, that's when people quit. When our enemy fires that last shot, that's hard. That's, remember, it's always the darkest before the dawning. And so when he fires that last shot, a lot of people will give up. God is saying, will he find persistence and faith even despite that? Even despite everything going uh, cross grain with what he says. Will we still stand and fight the good fight of faith? If we do what he's commanding us to do, not give up, not quit, to stand, to decree, to do these marching orders, to spend more time with him, to spend more time in his word, to spend more time praising and worshiping. Who did he send in the front lines? Praisers and worshipers. That's why I want to give you the first also part of Psalm 81. It's so important to praise out loud. Even before you see it. Even before you see it. Praise out loud. All right. Now I'll get back into the prophetic word. Now listen to this. My army, now he's been talking about this. Uh, this is like the fourth or fifth. I don't even know. Lately, it's been in several of them. My army is moving closer to the finish line. Because he's been talking about his army moving. That's the part where I'm talking about. He's been saying it more than once. My army is moving toward the finish line. So my children, it is about to get bumpy. It's the darkest before the dawning. Remember, he's been warning us, this is when people will give up because this is when it looks the worst. Things are about to shake more. He's been saying everything that can be shaken will be. Things are about to shake more, but this will be a sign to you that everything is about to be overturned. So when things start to shake even more, things look crazier, things look more impossible, things look darker. He's saying this is a sign that everything is being overturned. So the opposite will happen. It looks like it's going to, uh, everything is just going to fall and there's nothing can be done. And God's saying, that's your sign that everything's going to be overturned. And he said, and that's when you see before you will not stand. Everything you see before you will not stand. Remember a couple days ago, it was last week sometime, he gave 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16 through 18, of things which are seen are temporary, fleeting, or subject to change. It's an amplified version. It, what does that mean? It has an expiration date. Things aren't going to last forever that you're seeing. So he says, so get ready for this time. Get ready and spend more time in my word and more time with me. I will give you peace. I will give you great joy, saith the Lord your Redeemer. And what did he just say? There will be no more delays if we just heed what he's saying for us to do. Instead of complaining, if we complain, we remain. We have to stop complaining about what we're saying. Stop complaining about what the enemies are doing and start speaking to the mountain and not about the mountain. Remember, that's also in 
Mark 11, chapter 11, or Mark 11, chapter, uh, uh, Mark 11, chapter 11, verse 22 through uh, 24. We speak to the mountain. Not about the mountain. Speak the word of God to the mountain, and then the mountain will be removed and cast in the sea. We're supposed to speak what God needs us to speak. That's very, very important. Not our words. His words we do not return to him void. That's Isaiah 55, 11. All right, so spend more time with him, or spend more time in my word and more time with me. I will give you peace. I will give you joy, says the Lord, your Redeemer. That's when we're spending more time with him, that we will not be shaken. We will not be moved. We were standing, that, that solid rock we stand is the word of God. We won't be moved. All these things will go crazy in this earth, which you have been. And then you can be a person that's just laughing and joy and full of peace and joy because you know that God is faithful and God is true to his word and you're seeing everything that's going on. A lot of people have a blind eye to it. They're not seeing the truth. They're not seeing what's really going on. They're not seeing these prophecies being fulfilled. They're not seeing what God is saying. It's coming to pass. Because they're only focused on one thing. And that one thing doesn't look like it's come to pass yet. And they're just all already upset about it. All right. A black hole will be in the news for an unusual reason. I think this is the second time or maybe third time that he's mentioned something about a black hole. Um, I do remember something. I think it was back in... It might have been in September because I think I was in Florida when I heard this prophetic word. And that's the reason why I thought it was so weird because that's when I went there to spend a lot of time with the Lord back in September and um, by myself. And I mean, he mentioned a black hole around that time somewhere. So that, I would say that's an unusual something to have in a prophetic word, but he mentions it for a reason. Um, I say this word ambassador. This is the fourth or fifth time he's mentioned ambassador lately. So something to me, when he does that, again, that means something uh, big is going to come out regarding an ambassador. It will be in the news. Uh, I, I have said this and many times before. Look at what is being said now. So there's ambassadors that have been in the news because there's been prophecies fulfilled regarding ambassadors. Um, and But something else is going to happen regarding an ambassador. All right, now, Rockefeller. This name will be in your news more and more. Something big is about to be revealed that the elites wanted to stay hidden and covered up that will be exposed and told to all the world, saith the Lord of hosts. So Rockefeller. Now, most people know Rockefeller Center in New York City that was named after uh, Rockefeller, the family of Rockefeller. And uh, from what I have understood from the Lord, uh, they're not good people. And that's going to be exposed. They're just another... Uh, elite a family like a one world government type of family um much like you see with bill gates and all them uh not good people and god is going to expose their name expose who they are and what they've done regarding this country there's been a lot uh regarding that family and this country so we will find that out exactly what it is i have no idea i don't know he hasn't given me that part of it yet I just know something very, very big, and they're linked to what's been going on in our nation. I'm even, now I'm not going to, that's just speculation. So that's just something that's coming by my spirit, but I'm not going to say anything right now. All right, now, a sudden death of a politician will rattle D.C. So a sudden death of a politician will rattle D.C. So there is going to be sudden death of somebody in, a pol in the politics, whether they're uh, standing in office right now or they've been somebody who stood in the office for a very long time um, that's been very prominent in D.C. 
He's saying someone is going to die. That is, again, it's going to shake them up. An archbishop will be in the news for a surprising reason. Um, I think it's the second or third time he's named. He's mentioned an archbishop. A dome will be in the news for a significant reason. He's mentioned a dome before also. Uh, what kind of dome? I don't know. Just a dome. Um, and then he's saying WrestleMania. Now, this is the one I was like, am I hearing you right, Laura? <laughs> Did you say WrestleMania? <laughs> uh, this word will be in your news for a very surprising reason. And then, of course, people are going to be asking, why would Lord mention this word? I mean, seriously, it's, it's, it's honest. Why would he mention this word? It's what people are asking. He said, my children, I have said many things unusual to get your attention. I, I would say that word would get my attention because <laughs> I don't follow that thing. WWE now is what they're called. I don't know. I don't follow wrestling. So I have no idea when that is, what it is. I, I don't, yeah, anyway. Um, so he says, to get your attention, especially when they uh, when this dude com does come out in the news. So I would say something, it's not going to be like, oh, it's going to be in your headlines for something normal. I would say it's going to be unusual. Because right? he said it's for a surprising reason. But it'll be enough where it's going to be like, the Lord did mention that. <laughs> I'm showing you that I'm in control. So he's using very weird things or unusual things to get your attention because you'd be like, that's something that I remember God saying that it wasn't just talking about like a puffy cloud. It's this is something you wouldn't think that he would mention. So, and he said this before, I mean like monkeys in the news. <laughs> and I, I was like, why would monkey? And then of course we had monkey pox and whatnot. So, I mean, you'd be surprised. He just, he does that to get your attention. All right. Now, Amazon will also be in your news for a significant reason. He's mentioned Amazon many times. Amazon, there's a lot going on with Amazon. They're, they are a front company. So yes, they're a big major company, but there's something that they're doing that's hidden. So what they're doing that you can see is just a front. They're doing something also behind the scenes that God is saying he's going to expose. Regarding all the things they try to keep hidden. So they're trying to keep them hidden, but he says, mm -mm. Amazon is going to be exposed. Again, this is not the first time he's mentioned Amazon. Something significant is about to take place in San Francisco that will get the world's attention. So unusual things are happening. Things, this is like the fourth or fifth thing in here that he said it's going to get the world's attention. So that's when he said things are going to start shaking to a point where it's really going to start shaking people awake. That's the whole point. He's shaking people awake. So watch something that happens in San Francisco. I told you my children, the weather is very unusual right now. To get your attention, things are not normal to remind you that I have spoken these things before they happen. Very unusual weather. Don't just look at this in the United States of America. Look for unusual weather all over the world. Because he's mentioned it all over the world. And even right before here, Argentina will be in the news for a significant reason. Major flooding will occur there that will be in many headlines on how unusual it is. So look for Argentina being in the news regarding flooding. Uh, osmosis, this word will be in the news for a surprising reason. Maserati, that's another one. Maserati, that's a car manufacturer as far as I know. 
Um, Maserati will be in your news for a significant reason. Maybe that's another name. I don't know. But that's a very unusual word. But God is saying, this word's going to be in your news, so pay attention. It's for a significant reason. Uh, my children, it's all coming in a, to a great and mighty close. You will have closure. You will. Uh, you are being avenged. Justice is being served. So stand today on my promises. I will not fail you, saith the Lord, your Redeemer. What is he talking about? In the paragraph above, it's saying judgment and justice, freedom and celebrations, removals and reinstatements, a cleansing of your nations, a cleansing of your governments, a cleansing of your economies, a cleansing of your churches, a cleansing of your schools, a cleansing in corporate world, a great cleansing is coming to this world of the evil, and so many of them that brought upon this earth. There's been so much evil that has been felt and that has been brought upon this earth. It's affecting so it's been affecting the whole entire world in every walk of our life. All of us have felt it. In one way or another, we have felt. This evil that they have brought upon this earth. So many of them have brought upon this earth no more time for slow. No more time for their governments. No more time for their laws. No more time for their narratives. Uh, so, no more time for their control. I told you this before and I'm telling you this again because I am wiping them out of their positions they hold. And that the control that they've had um, and they influence and they thought they had and their influence will also disappear. So the power put the, and the control, the power, the control, and the influence they thought they had is all going to disappear. And then for the first paragraph, for I, the Lord, this day, I'm telling my children that I have put you upon this earth for this such a time as this. My church may not appear to have any power or any importance upon this earth, but I promise you, my children, in the body of Christ today, you are the body that the world has been waiting for. It doesn't, we don't look like much right now. <laughs> and God is saying that. Even though it may not look like anything, don't be, don't be walking by sight. He says, you are my body that hell will not prevail against. He even says in his, in his word, the church, hell will not prevail against this church. We are that body. He says, um, you are the body that will see and experience what no eye has ever seen and no eyes or ears ever heard. Before, this is the time for my remnant to arise, to get up, to take back, to con the control, to use the authority that is already yours. This is a time for the world to know who my children are. No more taking a back seat, you would say. It is time to bring back freedom. This is a time for great restoration. It is time for the world to turn right side up. It is time for my glory. It is time for my revival. Get ready, my, uh, get ready now, my children. It's all about to take place. So one of the things that he says here is um, it's time for the world to know my church, who my body is. That's a great separation or a great distinguishing. He's distinguishing his body, his children from the world. He did the same thing in the first Exodus that he's doing in the greater Exodus. He said at least twice in the book of Exodus, I'm greatly distinguishing my people from yours. That's what he said to Pharaoh. I'm greatly distinguishing them. Land of Goshen was a huge distinguish, uh, distinction between God's people and the Egyptians. And God is saying he's doing that again. The world is going to know who his children are and who aren't. He's given people plenty of time. He's given them warning. And he's saying that all the shaking that 
He said it's going to happen. It's starting to happen even more. It's going to start shaking people awake who are not even awake right now. But it's a good thing because that shaking is what? A sign of our victory and celebrations. Well, I hope this encouraged you today. I want to pray over um, each and every one of you. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I want to pray over every person at the sound of my voice. No matter the, what is going on in their life today, I am de declaring, I am decreeing their victory. I am declaring and decreeing their freedom. I'm declaring and decreeing that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. I'm declaring and decreeing their freedom in their body and their minds in the name of Jesus Christ. And everything that Satan meant for harm, I thank you, Father God, you are turning into something good. Because you are Jehovah Nissi. You are our banner. You are our victory. And I thank you, Father God, for a special impartation from the top of their head to the soles of their feet of joy. Even when it doesn't look like they have any reason to rejoice of anything. We thank you, Father God, that we can rejoice in the fact that Jesus is our Lord. He is our Savior. That Jesus is our victory. That Jesus is that name above every name. That Jesus' blood, that blood covenant we have with you guarantees guarantees our enemies defeat, guarantees our victory, guarantees that no matter what we're facing today, Jesus is the one who brought our enemy to nothing. And we thank you, Father God, that we see our enemies defeat before our face. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, hope to encourage you today. Please like, subscribe, and share, and give this to everyone you know who needs to hear an encouraging word, who needs to hear the truth, because the truth will set you free. God loves you. I love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day.